Hello everyone and welcome back to Chambers FM. Mr. Host, Mr. Chambers, back with you on this beautiful Monday morning. Eh, it's not beautiful, it's kind of rainy outside, but back with you on Monday morning um, to bring you another episode of the podcast. Um, our personalized online learning stuff for the district goes live today, so I want to just give just a little itty-bitty update about that. Check in, see how everybody's doing. Um, we'll have another chapter of our read aloud from look both ways today it's chapter nine um probably update you guys on some more things that made me smile and then wrap it up today so um i know you guys have a lot going on this week with all of your classes um going live putting assignments up so um i'm gonna try to communicate with you as little as possible and just be available if anyone has any questions um i just put out a video update for the personalized online learning stuff with me kind of clicking around some some links and some websites so if you're still confused if you have questions if you need to know where to go in order to answer those questions or if you need any um, information about my google classroom specifically i would encourage you to check that video out it's like 10 minutes long um but yeah so that is what we have going on on today's episode of chambers fm thanks you guys for tuning in take care All right, as I said in the intro, um, today the personalized online learning piece from the district goes live, starts, begins, whatever you want to call it. Um, everything that, that we have going on for the fifth, six weeks, as I've mentioned a couple times, um, at least for my class, is already up in Google Classroom. All of the assignments there, 501, 502, all the way through 511, um, that's all we have for the fifth, six weeks. Um, as of today, right now, we are scheduled to be closed through April 17th. I will not be adding any additional assignments or homework or anything like that um, between now and April 17th. That will close out the fifth six weeks. Should we stay closed even longer, um, that following week would begin what would be called the sixth six weeks. Um, I will be adding some more content, some more assignments, things to work on at that time. But until then, you, you won't find anything else from me. Okay. Um, if you have questions about other classes specifically, I would check in with those classes. I've had people email me with questions about um, core classes versus elective classes. Are we still expected to do learning in elective classes? What, what's the game plan? Um, I hope that by today you have heard from all of your teachers. Um, I just posted a video link to some stuff, um, including a, a spreadsheet, a document that has all of the teachers on our campus um, and their learning management system, basically whether they're using Google Classroom or Canvas or an, another thing to provide you with lessons and notes and things like that. Um, I would check that document out just to make sure that you have everything that you need in one place in order for you to be as successful as possible. Um, I know I've said it a couple times, grades are not being counted officially in Skyward at this time. Um, I will provide grades in Google Classroom as well as some feedback in there just so you can kind of know what it is you're doing. Um, I'll start posting grades and, and providing feedback um, today. Um, I wanted to wait until everything went live and so I didn't mess anything up basically before that so um you should start seeing some grades entered um into the grade book in google classroom i'll start giving you some feedbacks through comments through individual um messages on assignments things like that so if you have questions uh let me know there's 11 
assignments, both on-level and pre-AP in there. Um, many of them are the same. Many of them are different for you guys. Um, so just, just pay attention to that. Let me know um, if you have questions, if you are confused. Look at the playlist that is in Google Classroom. Um, it goes through every assignment, when it is due, what is expected, how to turn it in, things like that. So um, if you have questions, I would first look at that playlist. And then if you still can't figure it out, ask me, ask a classmate, ask somebody. Okay. Um, you are going to receive a ton of communication today. So I'm going to try to just back off. Um, I posted the video link. I'll post the podcast. Other than that, you probably won't hear from me for a, for a day or so. Um, I just don't want you guys getting overwhelmed. I know we are still stuck inside. We are going on, uh, man, what is this? Week four, starting week four today. Um, yeah, it's been uh, just, just a blast. Um, on top of all the assignments and homework and things that you are being asked to do, make sure you're taking care of yourself, you guys. Um, get up, get yourself a schedule worked out. I'm not saying you have to work eight hours a day on your homework. Um, I would try to put aside a little bit of time every day to work on assignments, um, but also make sure you're eating regular meals, bathing daily, getting outside if you can, working out, um, getting some exercise in, things like that. Um, one last note for Google Classroom, I have posted um, in the resources section, which you can now find um, right below the playlist. Um, there is my link to the podcast as well, um, but there's also a tab called Middle School Student Resources. Um, that is a collection of resources put together by the librarians in our district to really help you guys out with anything. Um, there's places to go on there um, if you want to read some things, how to download Sora, how to use the Northridge Library, the Northridge and Hills Public Library. If you don't have a library card, you can get a digital one at this time, um, as well as resources for math, science, social studies, uh, research. There are some things for just keeping yourself healthy, some mental health tips, some physical um, exercise examples in there. Uh, check it out if you haven't. Um, there's some really good stuff in there. The librarians are, uh, they are prepared for emergencies such as this with a ton of resources. So they've been really helpful during this time. So I, I hope you guys can utilize those resources. Um, but that is just about gonna do it for the update today. Um, good luck, ask questions if you have them, please. You guys, uh, we are all in this together. We gotta be flexible, we have to be understanding. Um, so just, uh, yeah, just be flexible at this time. Oh, sorry, one last thing. Uh, a couple people have asked if we are, like if you have to be online at certain times, or if you have to uh, like go to a Zoom meeting for a particular class at a particular time. I don't know about your other teachers, but at least for me, um, I think that would be kind of unfair to force you to be online at certain times. Many of you are sharing devices, sharing resources, sharing bandwidth, everything like that. So it just probably isn't realistic at this time to expect you to be on at a, a particular time and then like hold you accountable for that. So at this time, I won't be hosting any classes through Zoom or through Google Hangouts or any other video conferencing software. Um, if, if that's something that you guys would be interested in, if, if you want me to start a Zoom meeting um, to go over particular assignments to clear up any confusion, I would be more than happy to do so. Um, but until I hear from you guys, I will probably hold off on that. I'm sure you have plenty of other Zoom meetings and uh, methods of communication with some of your other teachers. So I'll leave them to that at this time. And I'll just keep posting the podcast and the video links onto YouTube. So that will just about do it for the update today. Uh, stay tuned for another chapter of Look Both Ways by Jason Reynolds. Thanks, guys.
right, everyone, welcome back. We are going to continue with our read aloud of Look Both Ways by Jason Reynolds. Today, we head on over to Rogers Street. The title of this chapter is How a Boy Can Become a Grease Fire. Gregory Pitts' friends loved him so much that they told him the truth. And the truth was, he smelled dead, like rotten. It wasn't that he was rotten, but just that he smelled like his body had mistaken its organs for garbage and that he was essentially a walking, talking trash can. And on this, of all days, that smell just wasn't going to cut it. So in an act of service and sheer desperation, Ramar Vaughn, Joey Santiago, and Candace Green, Gregory's crew, decided to help him out. Because today was a day of romance. Before we get going, you sure you good, Candace? Joey asked. I heard what happened to Bryson. Bryson was Candace's cousin. He'd gotten jumped the day before. Yeah, it's cool. Bry's a tough kid, Candace said. Plus, we walk in that way, so as soon as we get done with Loverboy here, I'm going to stop by and see him. Cool. Well, uh, first thing we need to do is uh, get you smelling right, Ramar, who they all called Remy, said to Gregory. They had all met up by the benches in the front of the school. You got this stuff, right? Candace asked Remy. You know it. What is it? And why y'all talking about it like it's... Gregory caught himself. You know what? Don't even matter as long as it works. Oh, it'll work, Joey said, bouncing his eyebrows. Remy dug around his backpack and pulled out a can of body spray. Now, Justin gets this stuff from the gas station. He says it's basically deodorant for your whole body. Justin was Remy's older brother, and he was always right. Let Remy tell it. He popped the top off the canister. Close your eyes. And then, pssst. He sprayed Gregory from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. A spritz or two even got in his mouth, sending Gregory gagging and coughing. Hold still, Candace ordered, while Remy spun Gregory around and sprayed all down his back. It smelled like... It smelled like a combination of burnt flowers and burnt rubber, but that was better than Gregory's normal smell, the smell of all-day funk. No spraying, Miss Walkley yelled, pointing at Gregory and his friends. You know the rules. Go away if you want to spray. Miss Walkley's frustration came out from the fact that there was always someone spraying something in the hallway, always a perfume or cologne that was supposed to help but ended up taking stink up to stank. But this was a special case. Either way, Miss Walkley's outrage was hilarious to Gregory, Remy, Joey, and Candace, so the four of them cracked all the way up. Go away if you want to spray, Candace repeated with a hoot. She a poet and she don't know it. A rapper that looked like a napper, Remy followed. A spitter way too bitter, Joey came in third. All their jokes matched the corniness of Miss Walkley's non-joke, which made them laugh even harder, Gregory half-choking because laugh plus spray equals choke. They started walking, but they weren't walking home like they normally did. They lived in the Southview Apartments, but decided today that they would walk over to Rogers Street because that's where Sandra White lived. Gregory had been trying to work up the courage to tell her that he liked her and wanted to know if maybe they could be boyfriend and girlfriend, even though he hated the way that sounded. It sounded trash. Together was what he preferred to call it. He told Remy, Joey, and Candace that he wanted to do this, and they were in full support and along for the ride. Not to mention, Candace was the only one who knew where Sandra lived. She and Sandra were closer when they were younger, but they were still cool. Even though they were all in support of Gregory shooting a shot, they also told him that he needed to prepare. 
He needed to make sure he was ready and to put his best foot forward first and foremost. He needed not to smell like a forward foot. He needed to smell better than the lunchroom, better than the locker room. Yeah, so I just hit you with the ooh, and now you ready for some la-la, Remy said. He was always saying corny stuff like that, mainly because he swore he was some kind of mastermind when it came to approaching girls, thanks to Justin, even though Candace told him every chance she got that he wasn't. I think you would hit him with too much ooh, like, smells more like ew, Candace joked, curling her top lip up under her nostrils. But it was better than before. And since the smell part was worked out, it was time for her to explain the importance of moisturizing. Now that you don't stink, we gotta make sure you ain't dry. Candace pulled a bottle of lotion the size of a shoe out of her backpack. Gregory's eyes widened and his brows furrowed, leaving him with a look of astonishment and fear. What the? Where'd you get that? He yawped, slowly relaxing his forehead. Found this in my mother's bathroom, Candace explained as they walked up the corner where Miss Post, the crossing guard, stood. Miss Post blew the whistle and they all walked across the street and to the left, heading down Portal Avenue. Hold up so I can do this. Candace said. Can't walk in lotion at the same time. The boys held up where Candace pumped the lotion into her hand, jamming the plunger down over and over again until she had enough to turn the sidewalk to slip and slide. Uh, let's start with them paws, she said, reaching out for Gregory's right hand. She began with his fingertips, then worked her way up, making sure to give extra attention to the webbing in between, which made Gregory snicker. Then on up his wrist to his forearm, and then she stopped. Elbows are important. Elbows? Gregory was confused. Elbows, Joey chimed in. You don't want Sandra thinking your elbows are so dry that your arm is going to crack and break in half when you're trying to hug her, do you? Candace asked, all kinds of serious. I mean, that wouldn't happen. Gregory looked at Joey and Remy, and they didn't say a word, so he repeated to himself, that, that wouldn't happen, right? Joey just dropped his chin. Wow. What? Now Gregory was really confused. That wouldn't happen, he says, Remy scoffed. Did everybody hear that? He said that wouldn't happen. Let me tell you something, Gregory Pitts. I've heard stories, horror stories, about dry boys who try to be romantic and then they end up a pile of paint chips. You don't want to be paint chips, my brother, do you? No. They let me do my magic on these elbows, Candace commanded. And then she went to work, first on his right elbow, circles with the center of her palm, then pinch her claw rubs with the tips of her fingers for optimal moisturizing. When his arm was as shiny as Mr. Devonzo's bald head, she started over, this time with the left hand, fingers, wrist, forearm, and again, elbow. Okay, Gregory said, pulling away, a little embarrassed by the attention. Plus, people were walking by, watching Gregory get worked on like some kind of car. He could feel, but he could feel the difference. His fingers felt like they'd been freed from casts. Lotion, who knew? Not done yet. Candace puffed more lotion from the bottle. Not done? He squawked. What good is it if, uh, if what good is all of this if we don't ever make it to her house? We will, Joey assured him. And the real question is, what good is making it to her house when all she's going to do is wonder why your hands and elbows glistening and your face looks like you just got jumped by 17 giant pieces of chalk and they only gave you headshots? Remy threw fake punches in the air. Exactly, Candace said, another glob of lotion piled in her hand. Come here. Gregory came a little closer as Candace rubbed her hands together. Then she slapped them on his cheeks. Gregory squirmed, but Candace wouldn't let up, pressing at, his, pressing at his face like she was trying to rub smudges off of fresh sneakers, getting the creases of his nose in the corners of his mouth. Oh, and his earlobes. 
Even Remy and Joey were a little puzzled by that one, but they figured Candace knew what she was doing. A school bus pulled up to the stop sign at the corner, the clack of a window dropping. Hey! A boy from the bus yelled. Candace, Remy, and Joey turned and looked, but not Gregory. Candace clasped, clasped his face in her hands. You might as well give up. No matter how hard you try, that Ugg mug won't come off. The boy spoke like his tongue was too big for his mouth, spit flying everywhere. Thank God, Candace shouted, because it might look like yours underneath. Uh, then we'd be really in trouble, Remy followed. Joey didn't say anything, just started searching the ground for a rock or something to throw, but the bus moved on. Candace brushed it off, then went back to business, rubbing her palm on Gregory's forehead, polishing it. There, she said at last, stepping back, admiring her work. You look... not bad. That was as far as she could go. Any compliment more than that was gross. I'm ready? Gregory asked, eyeing Candace's backpack nervously. Almost, Joey said, now unzipping his backpack. What now? Gregory took two steps backwards. Well, here's the thing. There's only really one other thing you need to be ready for this. Something for your lips. What? Gregory took two more steps backwards. Relax, I'm just saying chap lips are gross, Candace finished. Like, for real. I mean, seriously, what if we get to her house, you lay it all on the table about how you feel about her and how you would like to get her phone number and blah, blah, blah. And she says, who cares about a phone number? Give me a kiss. Joey bounced his eyebrows. Hold on, just so we're clear, she won't say that, Candace clarified. Well, how you know, Remy chimed. Trust me, she won't, but she might be like, oh, he takes care of himself. Maybe one day I'll give him a kiss. Your first smooch, Remy teased like he'd, like he'd kissed anybody, but he hadn't. But if your lips look like they look right now, which is white with that weird burn ring around your mouth, Joey started, but Candace cut him off. Stop licking your lips so much, bro. It's gross and it makes you smell like spit which when added to the underarm stench makes you smell like throw up and as your friend and as a girl who happens to unfortunately like boys, I'm telling you it's a deal breaker. Candace's words sizzled, stung. Wow, uh, thank you for your honesty, I guess, Gregory said. It's cause I love you, Candace said shrugging. So with that being said, Joey pulled his hand out of his bag. In it was a Ziploc bag of goop. I got this from my mom's room. It don't come like this. I just couldn't risk taking the whole container out of there because she would know and ultimately murder me, and I don't want to die before Gregory gets a kiss. <laughs> or before you get one, Remy said. Or before you get one, Joey shot back. Wait, hold up. Gregory got back to business. I gotta use all that? Uh, no, from Candace. No, from Remy. Come on, man, Joey said with a laugh, pulling the bag open, the scent of menthol wafting out. Now, this is medicated stuff, so take it easy. Why? If it's medicated, then it should be good for me, Gregory said, dipping his fingers in. And before Joey could reply, Gregory slapped the gob onto his mouth and started rubbing it in. Joey's mouth dropped open. What? Gregory asked, and a nanosecond later said, Oh. And then, Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh. He started fanning his mouth with a hand. It, it burns, he said, his eyes starting to water. What do you mean it burns? Candace asked, hands on hips. Joey, what'd you give him? Remy snatched the bag, scooped out a finger, fingertip of the slime, and sniffed. Is this... Sniffed again, held out his finger for Candace to smell. Is this... Vapo rub? Candace snatched the bag and took a big huff. It opened her chest immediately. And Joey nodded sheepishly. Why would you give him Vapo rub? Remy pretended to slap Joey on the head. 
we ain't have Vaseline, but this stuff got Vaseline in it, so I figured it's basically the same, Joey explained. Dude, that's the stuff my mother rubs on me when I'm sick, and it goes into my skin and makes the whole inside of my body cold, Remy said. And don't your chest be greasy after she do it? Joey asked. I mean, exactly. Joey gave one single hard nod. Not the same, Joey. Candace's face was somewhere between amused and annoyed. How was I supposed to know he was going to treat it like pudding? Burning, guys, burning, 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 Gregory panted. Candace and Remy began fanning Gregory's mouth, too. Just imagine it's the burning sensation in your heart for Sandra. Joey pinched the bag closed, inch by inch. Remy leaned into Gregory's ear, almost whispering in a fake hypnotic voice, Sandra. Then because he couldn't help it, he added, Sorry, man. And with that, they continued on, down Portal Avenue until they got to Rogers Street, the whole way gassing Gregory up, trying to take his mind off the fire lips by telling him how much they believed in him, and how Sandra will too. What's not to love? Candace said, doing everything she could to keep a straight face. And when they finally got to Sandra's house, Remy, Joey, and Candace hung back. You ready? Remy asked Gregory. I, I think so, Gregory said, his lips still tingling. He pulled a piece of paper from his pocket, walked up the steps to Sandra's house, rang the doorbell, then ran back down the steps because Candace had been telling him how girls don't like it when you're all up in their space. You don't gotta be this far away, fool, she muttered, nudging forward. The door opened. Sandra poked her head out, looking confused. She still had on the sweatshirt she'd worn to school. Light blue, yellow rectangles. A pattern that threw Gregory's watery eyes from his burning lips. Looked like a bunch of school buses falling from the sky. Uh, what's up, y'all? She said, cocking her head, clearly trying to figure out what was going on. Gregory said nothing, just stood there, shiny, shaking. Greg? Remy prompted, putting his hand on Gregory's back. Another nudge. Uh, Greg's got something to tell you, Sandra. Right, Greg? This was from Candace. Gregory nodded, unfolded the paper, started reading. Sandra, you always get questions right in class, and I, I think that's good. And you never say nothing bad about me, at least not to my face. And so I just wanted to know if, if I could have your phone number. Candace looked at Joey, Joey at Remy, Remy at Joey, at Candace, at Gregory. They couldn't believe he'd done it. They couldn't believe he'd just asked her. Sandra walked down the steps, came right up on Gregory, twitched her nose, squinted as if the light bouncing off Gregory's shiny forehead was blinding her. He kept pursing his lips and blowing. What are you doing? Sandra asked. You ain't trying to blow no kisses, are you? No, no! Gregory's voice jumped an octave. Maybe two. Almost whistle high. I, I wouldn't. It's just, um, my, my lips are burning. Oh, uh, why? Vapo rub? Why you put that on your lips? I don't, uh, it, it's hard to explain. Why are you so greasy? Uh, that's hard to explain, too. Why, why you smell like that? That's hard to explain. Sandra finished for him. Gregory nodded. Can you try? Gregory's hands started shaking, the paper vibrating like dry leaves in the wind. He looked down and started reading his notes, his note of compliments again. Halfway through, he glanced up. Sandra was smiling, and Gregory thought maybe it was the kind of smile that came just before laughing. 
and then Gregory thought, but maybe not. All right, everybody, that is going to do it for Chapter 9 of Look Both Ways by Jason Reynolds. We have one more chapter to go. Hopefully, we'll get that on the next episode of the podcast out in just a day or two. So thank you guys for listening. Take care. everybody it is time for another segment of made me smile um this is a segment where i talk about some good things that are happening some things that are putting smiles on my faces over the last day or so so um here we go um i read an article today about how john krasinski and steve carell jim and michael from the office have started a podcast um just solely centered around good news um, which is exactly what people need right now. Um, so I just thought that was cool. Two people who are pretty well known, um, especially people who are fans of The Office, just kind of trying to bring some good news, some cheer to people. So if you are interested in looking into another podcast, um, I would encourage you to check that one out. Don't know what it's called off the top of my head, but I'm sure if you Google John Krasinski, Steve Carell podcast, you'd be able to find it. Um, on top of that, um, so today is the first day of the personalized online learning piece. Um, I have had my stuff in Google Classroom for some time. Um, it was posted like the first day of the fifth, six weeks, which was, uh, it was a while ago while we were still back in school. Um, but I just wanted to brag on you guys. Um, those of you that have completed assignments, um, let me just go through the percentages, what I have right now. Um, so we have four assignments that are going to be due or asked to be due on Friday at 1159. Um, those four assignments are assignment 501, 502, 503 and 504 um, differences between pre-AP and on-level. There's uh, a couple slight variations in those assignments, but for the most part, they are pretty consistent. Um, let me just run down the percentages of people that have already completed these four assignments. And again, these four assignments are not due until Friday, but this is the percentage of people who have already taken the time to get this done. So for assignment 501, which is your vocab quizzes, 91% of my pre-AP students have already done their vocab quiz, um, and 90% of my on-level students have already completed that quiz as well. Um, I, I know that quiz is pretty easy, especially um, I did a Gim Kid back during school. I did another one remotely, um, but it's just, man, 90% of people already doing an assignment. Y'all, that's, that's better than we had like during the school year. So thank you guys for that. that that's awesome. Assignment 502, um, which had you guys taking a look at some rhetorical devices, some stuff with persuasion, um, it, it was called the art of rhetoric, um, for both pre-AP and on level 53% of my pre-AP students have completed that. And 49% of my on level students have gotten that one done already as well. 503, um, which this is the one that has our lower numbers, but that's probably because it's a writing assignment and typically anything I have you guys write out for me, especially the reader's responses, um, people, people take their time with, um, which is perfectly fine. So, uh, for five assignment 503 for pre-AP, I had 32% of people who have already turned that in. Um, and for on level, I have 20% of people who have already turned that in, which is still a pretty impressive amount. And I would say, um, this far ahead of when that is due, that those numbers are probably up in comparison to what I've seen in the past. Um, and then the last assignment that's due on Friday, assignment 504, um, it has you guys take a look at some persuasive terminology, um, some rhetorical fallacies, things like that in some commercials. Um, of my pre-AP students, 48% have turned that in already, and my on-level students, 36%. So 
I am already very, very, very pleased with the amount of work that's done. Um, this does not factor in all of the other assignments that people have already completed. I have people who are done with everything uh, before we even got started with all of this stuff. So, y'all, I've just been really impressed. Um, I'm hoping you're reading. I'm hoping you are not overwhelmed by the amount of stuff in there. But um, I just I, that just made me smile. The amount of stuff, the amount of questions I've received, the amount of people asking if they can redo assignments, do assignments again, if I can give them help. Um, as a teacher who we've been working in this blended format all year, um, I, I feel like my students are more prepared than just about anybody else to um, be at least feel comfortable and um, just have a good state of mind throughout this whole process. So thank you guys for putting a smile on my face, getting your work turned in. I know completing assignments is not number one priority right now, but you guys are still making time and, and, and taking care of the things that you need to take care of. So I appreciate that. It puts a smile on your teacher's face. So that will just about do it for this segment of Made Me Smile. Again, if you guys have anything positive going on in your life that you'd like to share out on here, uh, shoot me a message on Remind, email me, let's set something up. Thanks, guys. That is going to wrap things up for this episode of Chambers FM. Just want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening, checking out the show. Um, yeah, I know times are still weird. I know we're still out for just a little bit longer, you guys. Um, stick in there. Keep your heads up. Let me know if you need anything. Um, thanks for listening to Look Both Ways and the uh, update on the personalized learning stuff. I know, uh, like I just mentioned, that uh, getting assignments done, completing your homework... Uh, probably not on the top of, of your priority list right now, but but those of you that have been keeping yourself busy with some of this stuff, I promise you're going to be come out way ahead of everybody who who did not take this opportunity to uh, do some learning and stuff. So um, thank you guys. Um, I promise I'm not going to try to overwhelm you with communication and updates and things like that. I know you're getting a lot from your other teachers too. So just let me know if there's anything I can do for you during this time. Um, yeah, man, that should do it for today. Chambers out.